Hey, you are listening to Nordia News, and this is the latest update from the Nordic Student Radio News team for week 13. We start in Norway, where the Student Union of Trondheim is sitting on a fence. On the one hand, the union issued a statement insisting on the climate crisis emergency to put pressure on government. Yet, Saturday's voters refused to ban Equinor, Norwegian state oil company, from their sponsorship list. Equinor will then remain to be one of the main UK sponsors, the largest student music festival in the region. Let's hear it all from Birk Aschem. The student union in Trondheim declared climate crisis on Saturday. They did this by having an election among all members of the house. Trondheim's student house represents 16 of the 33,000 students who study at Trondheim's universities. Later in the evening, the student house also voted on whether or not the house should move away from fossil fuel sponsorship agreements. The society's largest festival, UCA, currently has Equinor as their main sponsor. Equinor is a Norwegian state oil company that operates in production of oil, gas and methanol in Norway and abroad. The company produces approximately 2 million barrels of oil per day. For the past 15 years, Equinor has been UCA's main sponsor and contributed with large financial resources to the festival's budget. The choice that was made on Saturday in the main hall of the student house in Trondheim was to determine the future of the collaboration with Equinor. The elections show that 49.8% of students who took part in the election voted for the resolution proposal. This meant that only one vote determined the whole election result. Since under 50% voted in favor of the proposal, the matter was dropped and Studentesamfunde in Trondheim and UCA will continue to be sponsored by Equinor into the future. Staying in Norway, our correspondent Morten Stene attended the Solmen City Conference in Bergen, co-organized by Springbrettet. Solmen City is an NGO founded by students in 2022 and their mission is to connect students with the Norwegian fish farming industry. Morten joins me now in the studio. So um, could you please tell me if it was a successful event? Yeah, I believe it was a successful event. A lot of people came and there came people from the whole of Norway. Why is this conference particularly important for the community, for the student community in Bergen? Well, it's important because this is one of the largest uh, industries in Norway. It's the second largest and it's uh, based on the western coast of Norway. So there is a lot of job opportunities for students in this industry. Thank you very much. And now we'll go on to Sweden. Last Saturday, about 72,000 Swedes took the Högskolaprovet. Astrid, our journalist based in Umeå, will give us an overview of the infamous test. Hereditet, Maxim och Bariton. Those were some of the words featured on this year's spring edition of Högskolaprovet. About 72,000 Swedes were registered for the test that took place on Saturday. The voluntary exam was held in 120 cities across Sweden and in Mariehem on Åland. Högskolaprovet is the Swedish school aptitude test, a standardized test in maths, English and Swedish, and it's used as an alternative way of applying to universities. Lee Brundell in Lund took the test for the seventh time. So the thing is, uh, I had like really shitty high school grades. I I don't mean it in a humble way, like straight up, like you could tell that I have ADHD from them, truly. The first few times I got like an okay result, I got like 1.2, 1.3. And uh, then lately I've been like, huh, I want to go to med school. So, so I've been trying to get that perfect 1.7. Recently I, I got like 1.6. So I've 
it's just been like a steady climb up, basically. <laughs> the experience, how was this compared to other times? I, I would definitely say it was easier this time. It gets easier for every time that I do it, of mm. course. I think also this time I got very lucky with the leader of the test or like, because uh, she was like very encouraging and she was like, she made sure to tell us intermittently like, oh, I think you you guys are doing great. Like you will probably get a good score kind of like, and it, it was very encouraging. I think there's like a psychological aspect to it. Seventh time lucky. What do you think? I mean, seven is a lucky number, or I feel like it should be. For those who noted their answers during the test, the test key will be published on Wednesday, the 29th of March, and the final results will be out on the 29th of May. And our last piece of news still comes from Sweden. With more than uh, a month to go, students are already stressing out about the yearly Valborg celebration, as Axel Lundström in Uppsala found out. The yearly Valborg celebrations are coming up for students in cities like Uppsala and Lund in Sweden. It's an important tradition to celebrate for the students who party for days in the end of April. The events are more than a month away, but people are already stressed about their Valborg plans. We've talked to Uppsala students Viking husband Max Samuelsson. The friends in my class uh, have started planning, setting up a day schedule on the board. So they oh, wrote okay. like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and what they were going to do each day. For the second year in a row, snowy and cold weather came on the exact day that tickets were released for the popular events at Snerkes Nation in Uppsala. Starting at midnight, students stood in the snowy weather for up to 20 hours before being able to buy their tickets. Some students, though, don't seem as stressed about their Valborg. What are your plans for Valborg? I don't know. Drift around, see what happens, I suppose. Mm. My plans this year is just drift around too, I think. Mm. Uh, things usually turn out great. Some students have been upset about the way that the Valborg tickets are managed, having to stand in line without even being guaranteed a ticket. Tilde Leclerc, the manager at Östgötanation in Lund, tells that information is key to not upsetting students. As long as you have clear communication and a lot of information goes out about what rules there are regarding the ticket release and how it works and everything, I think people should be fine. In Uppsala, it's a common thing that people are queuing overnight for good tickets. Is that a thing in Lund as well? Yes, it's a thing in Lund as well. And not as much as our nation, since we don't have any big artists or stuff like that. Axel Lundström reporting for Nordjud in Uppsala. You've listened to the week 13 edition of Nordjud News with me, Emma Chayou, co-produced with Alex Maxia. Thanks to Axel Lundström for the sound mix. Thanks for listening. We're back next week. Hey, Dor.